The moment the universe put the Roosevelt quote in front of me, three lessons came into sharp focus. The first one is what I call the physics of vulnerability. It's pretty simple. If we are brave enough, often enough, we will fall. Daring is not saying I'm willing to risk failure. Daring is saying I know I will eventually fail and I'm still all in. I've never met a brave person who hasn't known disappointment, failure, even heartbreak. Hi, I'm Amy Lynn, or Amy is fine. And that was a section, or most of, um, a most recent uh, practice from voice training. Uh, I may sound different in a couple weeks if I have a place at the Anime Roundtable at Anime North, um, and that's because this whole thing is a process. But I've decided, maybe fairly recently, that I want to live my life during the process. And some people don't. And one of the first things I wanted to say is that's fine. So, as I guess implied but not directly stated, um, I'm currently going through a gender transition. And transgender people are so diverse in the way we transition, when, how, why, um, detransitioning is a thing and should be um, valid if it is approached in good faith, um, and realizing why that happens. Um, but even amongst trans men, trans women, non-binary people, there is so much variety in what we do, um, what we don't do, how we say it, when we say it, and all of that kind of, th um, all of those kind of things. Um, so this is a little bit off the cuff. I looked at, uh, James' most recent, um, On My Mind segment, and I noticed it was about 13 minutes long, so that's about the goal, but knowing me, I might go a little bit longer. Um, I guess first, um... I'll talk a little bit about my um, my feelings in place of uh, being here um, as a podcast participant, or at least a hopeful one. Um, so firstly, I'm not going to ask Mike to uh, rename me on the site or anything yet. Um, you may have noticed um, with figures such as the very famous Elliot Page, um, a lot of the credits are retroactively um, edited uh, to be Elliot Page uh, versus uh, his dead name. And obviously, if there's interviews, you can't really go in and um, edit the audio. Uh, so I'm definitely not going to ask Mike ever to uh, go in and uh, re-record uh, my name for the little intro segments. Um, but as far as on the, the website, that might be something I ask, but I don't really think for me um, that's uh, what I, I want at this stage. Um, and, you know, I guess that raises the question of how much am I out? Um, what is my identity? All that kind of stuff. Uh, so uh, everyone's transition of is, of course, personal. Uh, so I'm not going to go into uh, too many details. Um, as I've revealed, I am going through voice training, so I, I will at least say that. Um, but for the longest time, and even to this day, I have identified with 
uh, the term bigender or with the identity of bigender. Um, more recently, I've been toying or thinking about um, being uh, more confidently a trans woman. Um, I feel like bigender will always have a place in my heart, though. And like, for example, I don't consider my other name a dead name, at least not yet. Um, we'll see what happens as I go through this journey. Um, but as it stands, I kind of just feel like it's going to be a name that goes into retirement or um, into stasis for a while. Um, and that's unusual for, um, for a lot of trans people, right? So although that, although this isn't necessarily a coming out, I guess it is, um, for our, uh, hopefully one day vast audience. Um, it's not really meant to be a story time about my transition. Uh, but since I intend to be out, uh, during Anime North, more or less at least, um, I felt like now was a good time to record something so that um, there was at least some heads up for um, any audience that we do have, um, as well as uh, potentially, actually, po possibly, definitely, at least half of uh, the um, other regulars. I say other regulars, I've only really been mostly a regular during the pandemic era, um, but I uh, because I don't think I have some of them on Facebook. Um, and even if I did, my coming out on Facebook has come in spurts and in a weird sense. Um, basically, uh, last summer, I auditioned essentially and became part of a, a trans anthology um, comic uh, collection. And... Um, in order to promote the Kickstarter, I came out to sort of a select audience on Facebook. And basically, I just went through and determined, okay, who here is unlikely to be um, offended by my identity or want to confront me about my identity and that sort of thing. Uh, so you'll be happy to know that uh, Mike was not on that list. So uh, Mike has been privy to um, the sort of posts that I've I've made. I've sort of made a few um, update posts um, over the last year or so. Uh, so, you know, he's been at least somewhat aware. Not that I've been completely open there either. Um, I have shared my name eventually. I think maybe the first post. Uh, but for a lot of people who I've come out to, I'm very slow with that. I usually say, you know, at first, again, I said this isn't going to be a transition story time, but um, I have taken things uh, differently for different people, as I guess I am for this podcast audience. Uh, so I did, you know, want to say something before I showed up. And, you know, my Again, at this stage of my voice training, it's not like I'm a chameleon or anything. So I did want to uh, give that heads up, um, make an appearance. Um, I'm not sure if there will be an episode before Anime North at this point. I think one was scheduled for tonight, but um, it ended up fizzling out, uh, which is fine. Um, I wasn't going to attend this one anyways. Um, so... Yeah, uh, I did want. I didn't want. I didn't want the Anime North episode to be um, to be about me. I didn't want that to come up. I'm sure 
it would have been handled um, fine um, either way. But yeah, I just wanted to play it safe, I guess. So speaking of Enemy North, um, I don't technically know um, what name will be on my badge. Uh, the the attendee badges are actually, from what I hear, really good. Uh, they have a place for a legal name on the back um, for emergency purposes or for identification. But on the front, it has, you know, whatever name uh, you want to choose. Unfortunately, or fortunately, um, I have technically been staff. Uh, so a staff badge has technically been printed for me already, um, and my liaison um, at the, um, at Anime North, uh, I guess, found out about my name, a li probably right, I think, on the day that maybe they were being printed, so we'll see what happens. I might need to bring a sticker or um, pronoun pins, which I'm sure will delight and or offend some people. Um, my name will ideally be a little bit awkward um, due to, uh, hopefully, I have two weeks left, so we'll see, uh, cosplaying a Sonic character, at least a Gachinka, who is not Amy Rose. So, um, yeah, that could get um, a little bit confusing, but I just hope that I finish. Um, weeks are hard to come by uh, at this time of year, but um, we'll see what happens. So I did want to reflect a little bit, um, and I'm, I guess I'm curious if any of the audience members may have seen my transition coming. I look back at my first appearance, which I dug through the archive um, to find, and it was April 8th, 2008 where I was uh, defending North American uh, cartoons against um, Adam, uh, who had some sort of idea that the 80s were some um, glorious time uh, for animation um, from North America, and everything went downhill from there. Uh, so I decided to remind him and hopefully the audience of Pinky and the Brain and Gargoyles and Batman and all those kind of good stuff, not to mention I think by that point Avatar uh, The Last Airbender had been out. Um, yeah, so that's a very fond memory because I was incredibly nervous due to Adam's charisma, uh, but I felt passionately to defend uh, some of the cartoons of my youth and early adulthood. Eventually, um, so that was, I don't think I had that many appearances um, actually at uh, the old recording uh, location at York University. Uh, I did appear, I think, on a few Anime North episodes here and there. Uh, and then finally, uh, you know, pretty much during the pandemic era, I've been um, at least almost a regular, if not a regular, um, pro definitely by the second half of the pandemic era. I think I've been on most of the um, regular shows, at least. But, you know, my topics of expertise kind of shifted from North American cartoons to uh, reflecting um, on my experience uh, living and then visiting Japan, uh, living in and then visiting Japan. Um, and then it sort of transitioned into uh, international exchange and my um, adoration of projects like Cyber 6, very 
trans there, um, or uh, Oban Star Racers, um, even little bits of trans allegory there if you look hard enough. Um, and if any audience members have been paying attention, uh, you may have, um, you know, noticed my passion about uh, speaking about uh, Mutare Hikaru's uh, coming out as non-binary, um, and how big of a uh, deal that really was um, for Japan, especially, um, as well as my thoughts on LGBT issues uh, in Canada and Japan. And that's something I've started to sort of have to come to grips to, with a little bit recently, because even though Japan is very shut down now, I have really no interest in going on a guided tour, kind of like, um, I was going to say how they do in North Korea, but obviously it's going to be much safer and, and better than that. But, you know, it is a, a strict itinerary, and I don't really have any interest in that. But even when Japan opens up again, going to Japan is going to be more difficult for me as a trans or non-binary person. And, you know, that sucks. <laughs> um, I, I love Japan. Um, I love going there. Uh, Japan is honestly where I came out to myself um, back in 2013. Again, not trans story time, but, um, you know, I had thoughts before that point. There were signs, egg cracking, as they say in the community and all that. But Japan really is where <clears throat> I, I did start to come out to myself. And maybe I'll talk about that another time, because Japan is really interesting. I've maybe even mentioned this on the podcast, but I've definitely mentioned it to individual people in the past. But when comparing Japan with, I'd say, most of the United States, um, or even most of Canada outside of cities, I would say that it's probably safer to be a trans person in Japan than it is to uh, be a trans person in the U.S., um, at least when it comes to physical safety or even emotional safety, to be honest. But it's harder to have a job. It's harder to live free in, I mean, unfortunately, in a lot of the U.S., they're trying to reverse a lot of trans rights, but you don't need any sort of surgeries um, to be trans in the U.S., which I think is great. As I mentioned at the beginning, everyone's transition is different. But in Japan, if you want to transition, you have to go through pretty much every surgery you can think of. Um, that's an exaggeration. But, you know, if you thought that their laws on gay marriage or their civil or in Japan civil unions was archaic compared to the US or especially to Canada, Japan is even more archaic when it comes to um, trans legal rights. Um, there's probably a lot less murder um, in Japan for being trans. Uh, there's no sad discussions on gay panic defense or trans panic defense, which is great. But yeah, in order to live authentically, you have to essentially lie. And I think that's sad. Um, obviously, ho hopefully everyone else um, listening thinks that's sad too. Um, but 
yeah, because I have such a big connection to Japan and its part in my self-acceptance, a lot of Japan's attitudes are frustrating. It's not universal. I've um, championed the manga and anime series Wandering Sun so many times, and I do recommend it. I do think it is currently the best um, representation of realistic trans experiences in uh, Japan. It's very much a slice of life, no fantasy going on at all. Um, for fantasy, I would link and recommend that Dirty Pair episode that um, at least that one scene is very famous for, um, you know, the, the, the saddest that like, here in the future, one out of every ten people have gone through a gender transition. Um, and, I don't know, but I think that was preferably in the Kagura Monthly Q, maybe it's not. Um, but you never know. Um, but that entire episode is available, at least at last check, free and legally, um, in at least a couple places. So... Um, if you do have kind of a boring, trans-affirming, and fun episode, do check that out. Um, it does seem like my microphone here uh, fizzled out, was going well for so long. Um, maybe Mike can boost it, um, but uh, I think that's a good sign as any to end things on. I will say that nothing is certain about my transition that I've learned about in my journey. Um, but I may end up being uh, completely trans soon, and I will talk about that tomorrow. Testing! Oh, it came back. Interesting. Um, so, um, I don't exactly know when my mic um, got quiet, so um, I will... Um, I, as sort, I guess sort of a recap, I just championed um, Wandering Sun and Dirty Pair as excellent and very different trans representation in anime. Um, really briefly, maybe I'll talk about them more in detail one day. Uh, but uh, the last thing I wanted to say, and it might be a repeat at this point, uh, is that nothing is certain, uh, but I may end up being the first woman regular since Angela on the anime roundtable. Uh, if my sort of uh, experiments this summer or uh, trial run of um, increasing living authentically uh, goes well. I've already had some wonderful and unfortunately negative experiences, um, misgendering, um, rudeness, uh, horrible expectations, Twitter trolling, um, all that kind of stuff. But I've had amazing uh, friend experiences, time at, uh, time at Pride, um, and so on. So we'll see what happens. Um, but if I'm not the first um, a woman uh, regular on the podcast, I'm probably at least going to be the first um, non-man um, for uh, since Angela. Um, so that's I guess, kind of exciting. Um, hopefully, I've already provided um, a unique voice, and now I can be more authentic in presenting my voice in whatever way it sounds after weeks or future months of further voice training. It probably will sound different um, even in a couple weeks, but uh, you never know. So thanks for listening. 
and uh, hopefully I will see some of you at Anime North, or uh, you'll at least hear me, or maybe see me in the audience at the very least, for at least one of the days. Uh, sorry, Mike, as you know, I'm a pretty big fan of Anime Hell, so probably won't be missing that one. That's all for now. I'm Amy Lynn, and I'm out. <laughs>